Cheers! Kampai! Salute! Gambe! Skull! Prost! Hello, and welcome to the Drunken Storytellers podcast, where I tell folk tales and folklore from around the globe. So sit back, grab yourself a drink, and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of the Drunken Storyteller. So, it's been a while, um, and if you follow me on Twitter, you may have seen why there was this little bit of a break, but I'm back now. Um, hopefully back to producing content every two weeks or so, but we'll see how that goes. So yeah, um, if you follow me on Twitter, obviously you saw why I, I was away um, during this time. I travelled back to Norfolk uh, to deal with um, things, and yeah, so I am now back. And uh, we're going to go deal in some more folklore and spoopy stuff because, well, tis the season for spoops, isn't it? Um, before we get into all that kind of stuff, uh, first things first, massive, massive thank you to everyone who donated to my Just Giving page and helped me raise £2,500 for No Man Is An Island, the race to end HPV. I hit my target and then obviously I did run the London Marathon. Um, yeah, I ran it and I did it in five and a half hours-ish. So it, it was good fun. I enjoyed it. Um, and I think, what was it, yesterday? So two days after I did that, I actually signed up to the Manchester Marathon in April. So yeah, um, apparently I did enjoy it. So that was a thing. I'm back streaming again. Uh, we're currently playing some Alien RPG, uh, Destroyer of Worlds. Got Mark Norman, the Folklore Podcast. Got James um, from the Lawmen Podcast. We've got Fiona back in again, and we've got Tom Mo as well. So it's all good fun um, in space. Only the movies can hear you scream. But yeah, so that's kind of it's kind of fun. We've had our first session zero. Fiona wasn't there for it, but she's coming back in the next session, which will be October tenth. We're running them on the Sunday now, so um, but also all the videos obviously go up on my YouTube, so you can catch them there. But yeah, let's let's look at some spoops because it is the season. I don't want to talk about alien space monsters. We're going to talk about some spoopy stuff. And as I was back down in Norwich uh, and Norfolk um, for the time, Norfolk, I was down in Norfolk, and with Norfolk and Norfolk and Norwich kind of reportedly being some of the most haunted areas in the country. Although I think if you kind of speak to like most counties, they'll say, no, we're the most haunted, no, we're the most haunted, no, we are. Um, Norfolk does have a lot of fucking ghosts all around it, and so does Norwich. Norwich has a buttload of ghosts. I'm blaming the number of churches, I think, and the number of pubs for that one. So, yeah, the uh, the I'm not sure whether this is myth or legend, I've not really looked into it, but there's, a, there's the never-ending pub crawl of Norwich, where there, you can go to a different pub every night of the week, um, forever. Um, it used to be, like the year-long pub crawl because there were 365 pubs in Norwich but now I think they change hands so regularly that if you started you just have to keep going back to them all so that'd be a fun thing to do just every night go to a different pub although there are some I would rather not go to anyway uh, and there's also a, a church for every every week of the year so there's like 52 churches apparently um, though most of them are now kind of exhibition centres and art centres and halls and all sorts of stuff. So, but yeah. So um, while I was down there, I actually um, while I was down in Norwich, uh, we went on um, a ghost walk around the city, uh, which is kind of cool. Norwich Ghost Tours, I think it was NorwichGhostTours.co.uk. Go check them out; they're great fun. Um, so some of the stories I'm going to talk about here come from that, with a little bit of extra detail thrown in if I can remember it. Um, but also a lot of the other things are just kind of things that I remember hearing from as I was a kid and stuff. So 
Um, there's no real plan to what I'm doing now. I'm just going to talk. I've not had time to plan any of this, so it's all going to be a bit random and probably a bit shite. So I'm sorry. Maybe. I don't know. Make of it what you will. I am literally just going to kind of talk about some things and tell you some ghost stories because it is the season for the spoops. So yeah, there's a there's some there's a witch. There's a few there's a few spoopy ghosts. Um, I might even mention a um, uh, the devil if I can remember what that one is about. But yeah, I've got loads of stuff here. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna start off with um, one of the famous things in Norwich. So Norwich, um, there's there's an area in Norwich called Tombland. Um, and most people associate the name Tombland with the plague pits. Um, so this is a bit of a miss. This is a bit of a fallacy. Um, it's not actually named after the plague pits. Tombland actually comes from an old um, Viking settlement that was in the area. Um, but there are plague pits just around the corner from Tombland, up Tombland Avenue. So they're actually, if you go, if you go into Norwich and you go to Tombland, and you kind of you look across the street from the cathedral not at the cathedral but the other way and you'll see this wonky victoria um tudor building it's proper wonky like falling over and stuff and there's a little alleyway which leads up beside that and you go down there and there are two what look like bed planters like garden planters and stuff they're, they're quite big but these are your actual plague pits in those two things there are thousands and thousands of corpses underneath and so you'd think okay cool right the ghost that I'm going to talk about must be related to the plague pits. Uh, kind of, but isn't actually um, a ghost of a plague victim. There is a house there. Um, let's see if I can remember the name of the house. I can't remember the name of the house off the top of my head. It is... it's... that's it. It's the, the steward house. So, the old steward, um, one of the old mayors of Norwich in 1578. Um, there was a huge plague outbreak in in Norwich, and this was the second of the plague outbreaks in the in in the world in the UK. And what they used to do is at the time when when some when a family or someone was suffering from plague because they were aware of what happened last time, as soon as they got wind of it, they locked you inside your house, painted a big red cross on the door, and just kind of waited for you to die. A couple of weeks after this happened, some people went in with those plague masks on uh, and removed the bodies. Yeah, the, the Stewart House um, is the residence of the former residence of Augustine Stewart, who was at the time kind of one of the big people of Norwich. Um, the family in this case, they were plague sufferers. They, they, they ended up uh, suffering from the plague and they locked the family in there. And so they boarded up the, the windows and the doors and put the big red cross on, front, on the front of it. And just kind of left the house alone for five or six weeks. When they then opened up the house, they discovered the bodies of the family in there. Um, there was the bodies of the mother and the father. But there was something a little bit strange about these bodies. It wasn't just dead bodies that had died from the plague. They, they had bite marks on them all over their bodies. And first it was kind of assumed that it was rats had kind of got into the house and were, were, were having a bit of fun and munching on the bodies and going, mm, we're, we're rats, we're hungry, we'll eat anything. Um, this, however, is not the case. Um, for they had a daughter. Now, the daughter, unfortunately, was one of the lucky few in the world who had a natural immunity to the plague. 
but she was locked in the house with her family. And so as the family slowly died and then the food ran out, the girl had nothing to eat. And so to uh, survive, she started to eat her parents. Uh, kind of in, in a very extreme case, going, oh my God, I'm dying, I can't get out, so I've got, some, got to eat something. Unfortunately, it gets worse, this story. So not only did the daughter actually start to eat her parents, the daughter, the young girl, actually died. Um, obviously, because five weeks with little food or water is going to kill you. But she actually died choking on the flesh of her parents. Uh, she was found um, having choked to death on a on a lump of flesh in her throat. And so the house, the steward house on Tombland Alley, which actually has a, it has one of the, uh, an escape room things in the, in the basement of this house. And one of the rooms is themed after this, this tragedy. Um, but ever since then, there's been a ghost of a woman wearing ragged grey coloured clothes seen either in the house or wandering through Tombland Alley. Um, and it's generally, it's, it's considered that this is, this is the girl who choked to death, um, in the house, um. And she's, she's one of your stereotypical lady in grey kind of ghosts. And so, yeah, she's been spotted in the house. She's been spotted in buildings next door. And she's been seen walking up and down the um, the alleyway by various people. So, yeah, a um, bit of a sad one, that. But uh, we do have uh, our first ghost there, a uh, lady in grey. A small child who choked to death on the flesh of her parents. Bit grim, that one. So let's move to something which is... Probably let's let's go to another little grim one as well, shall we? Let's go. Let's do that again. So we'll go from we'll go from the plague pits. We'll go a little bit further up, and we'll go around the corner. We'll go to Norwich Castle. So Norwich Castle is a Norman castle. It's a big square castle sat on top of a hill, um, overlooking the entire city. It is quite well preserved. Uh, it has been rebuilt a few times, mind you, um, but it's one of the first castles built by the Normans in 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 ten sixty eight or something like that. I can't quite remember the date. Um, but one of the most famous bits of history within Norfolk is the idea of Ket's Rebellion. Um, so there's this guy called Robert Ket who wanted to rebel against local land reforms and things, and so he got a, a load of landowners and, and peasants and things and marched upon the castle um, to kind of kind of free the people and, and, and things. Um, he was caught and hanged in... in um, I actually think he was hung in Wyndham Abbey for some reason. I've got it in my head that he was hung in Wyndham Abbey. Um, but his ghost haunts Norwich Castle. And it's not just his ghost, it's his rotting corpse of a ghost haunts Norwich Castle. And it is seen every now and then walking around Norwich Castle in this kind of rotting zombie-esque kind of way. Which is a bit grim. If, you were, if you're from Nor Norfolk and Norwich, you have done the story of Ket's Rebellion millions of times at school. Um, and it's really easy to find stuff about that, so I'm not going to go bother going into that. It's just, yeah, his ghost, his rotting corpse of a ghost. So there's another spoop for you. Um, where else can we go to? Uh, anything? Oh, uh, let's talk about witches. Let's do some witchy stuff. So we have the Arch Fucknut, uh, which find a general uh, cockhead. I've got his name now. Uh, Matthew Hopkins. Matthew Hopkins. Matthew Hopkins, Matthew Hopkins, which find a general fuckhead um, who basically just went around and killed about 300 people because why, why not? 
he he made an appearance in Norwich and he did do a fair few uh, duckings and murders of young women in in Norwich. Um, most of the the women who were tried by ducking in Norwich were tried over what's known as Five Bridge. Uh, most bridges in Norwich apparently have ghost tales, um, ghosts connected to them, but this one is kind of it's it's the Witchfinder, and there's quite a few um, things there. On one side of the pub, you've got the Ribs of Beef pub. On the other side of the uh, river, other side of the bridge, you've got the Mischief um, pub. There's a lot of pubs, so everybody thinks that these kind of are just like drunk people seeing stuff, but it's not that. Um, if you if you go to the the, the Fire Bridge late at night um, and you look over, you'll see. Um, some people have reported seeing spectral orbs under the bridge of maybe the spirits of those uh, young young ladies who were were drowned at the hands of uh, this mass murdering fucknut. And also there's a the, um, this is I didn't know and this is this is actually a piece of information I got from uh, Norwich Ghost Tours. There's a sign on the wall um, of one of the merchant houses by the bridge can't remember exactly what it says but it says something really really bland like in memory of those ladies who lost their lives it's like really really bland non non nice kind of unimportant thing for all the people who were killed by this fuck nugget um we'll do an entire episode one day on the witchfinder general because he deserves to be slammed and and, and brutalized in in many horrible ways for his horrible horrible ways Anyway, uh, moving on from that, let's go to another another witch's thing. And I'll actually post, I think I've posted a picture of this on Twitter. If not, it might be on my Instagram. I can't remember. Um, this is not actually in Norwich. This is a a, a ruined church um, out near uh, Winterton-on-Sea um, on the north, on the, on the, not the north, Norfolk coast. Kind of as you come around and it's kind of more, more towards the east, east coast of Norfolk um there is i think it's st anne's uh, the ruins of some of st anne's church in the middle of this church is a beautiful ruin it's absolutely gorgeous in the middle of nowhere proper kind of gothic um ivory covered ruins it's beautiful in the middle of this there is a large um oak tree that grows literally straight through the middle of this ruin and it's known as the witch's leg tree um and it is believed that the 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 tree is grown out of the peg leg of a witch who was buried in the church. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's that. That's another witch's story. Um, there's no spoops there, but it's a witch thing. So witches, spoopiness, that's kind of where we get the connection. But yeah, so it's just basically um, a witch had a wooden leg. She was buried in the church and the, the oak tree grew out of her leg. Um, let's go... Let's stay outside of Norwich for a while. Um, I've mentioned this lady's ghost before, Anne Boleyn. Um, she she appears all over the UK in various places. And the place that she appears in, in, in Norfolk is Blickling Hall. And so she, she resides there as a, I think she's a headless woman in white kind of thing. So Blickling Hall was actually the childhood home of Anne Boleyn. Um, she was decapitated, obviously, by Henry VIII because he liked to do that to women for some reason. Because, yeah, well, again, dickhead of a king. Divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived, or something like that, isn't it? The rhyme. Um, so, yeah, she she um, apparently haunts Blickling Hall on the anniversary of her death. 
where else can we go? We can go to Thetford Priory. Uh, so there's the ruin of the Priory of Our Lady of Thetford. Um, and there are ghostly hooded monks who roam the ruins um, of the grounds. The The Priory is very, very old. It's like built in the 12th century and it was obviously uh, dismantled during those those times. Um, and you kind of get reports of, mo of hearing monks chanting and singing in Latin um, from around there. So where else have we got outside of Norwich? What else have we got? Let me have a think. So we've got... Um, there's all the halls. All the halls and, and things have, have ghosts and stuff. So... Um, Give me, give me a hall. So we've got, uh, we've done Blickling Hall. Well, the other, what are some of the other halls we've got? Um, oh yes, that's it. There's a, there's a, there's a ghost at Stiffkey Marshes, um, of a young girl, girl who got lost while she was cockling, uh, and the tide came in, as a thick fog descended over the marshes, and so she, um, was unfortunately uh, lost, and they only found, um, they found her body and she was buried in a local churchyard, but she, she now um, roams the mudflats um, and can, can be seen particularly well on, on foggy nights there. Um, oh, not kind of disproven like stuff, but we also have uh, Will-o'-the-Wisps uh, or Lantern Men in Norfolk on the marshes in Norfolk. And so um, these are malevolent spirits that guide you from your path and and get you to fall into the marshes and die think of lord of the rings um the dead marches where all the dead try to pull frodo into them um kind of like that but these are will of the wisp kind of things lantern men where they're like glowing orbs that draw people away from the path into the marshes uh there is a scientific answer for these but i'm not going to go into that i'm going to leave you with the spoopy stories of that and it's told that if you walk through the marshes to to stay safe with from the lantern men, you should go as two people. Uh, one should follow one path, one should follow another path. And one, one person should whistle um, to draw the lantern men to them and away from the other person so they don't get led into the marshes. And then after a point, you should stop, that person should stop, and then you should start up the whistle to draw it back away from you. So it can light your path and get you through, but not actually draw you in. Or something like that. I may be confusing that with another another story, but I think that's kind of the Lantern lantern Men story. Um, I'm not meant to be talking about things that aren't ghostly, but anyway. Um, oh, last one, last one while we're out of uh, Norwich, and then we'll pop back into Norwich. We have the Potterheim Drummer Boy. Um... So this is kind of actually a sad love story in a way. I don't know whether it's true or not, but there was a drummer boy who had come home from the the war against France, I think it was, in the 1800s. Um, he was a drummer boy. Um, he'd come back to Potterheim and he was trying to woo this girl um, before he was sent off to, I think, Canada. I've actually told this story over on Darker Days Radio. I think the Halloween episode we did last year, I told the story um, in more detail. But yeah, so there's a, there's a drummer boy. He's trying to woo this lady and he tells her um, so they can es uh, escond and kind of run away together before he gets called off that she should listen to listen out for him to his drumming beat uh, in the morning as he crosses the river, uh, the the broad to come and meet her so um he does this um but it's a cold misty morning the broad has frozen because it is winter 
but this is towards the end of winter and the ice is thin and so as he heads out onto the ice he unfortunately falls through the ice and dies and drowns and the girl is left wondering where he's gone and why he's never around but now every now and then on a cold wintry misty foggy night you can hear the sound of drum of a the rat-a-tat-tat of that military drum out on the broads in Potterheim. apparently i have yet to experience this Although I have been to Potterheim many times, but not at night though, so maybe I should go on a, on a moonlit misty night. Moonlit misty night, that's a thing. Anyway, <laughs> so who else have we got? So we've got those, uh, we're back into Norwich, I think we'll do one more. I think there's one more thing we can talk about here. Yeah, so we'll go, we'll go to probably the most famous haunted place in Norwich, and that is number 19, Magdalene Street. This Magdalene Street, if anybody has been to Norwich or hasn't been to Norwich, is a an eclectic street, shall we say. It's got a lot of um, secondhand shops. It's got a lot of antique shops. Uh, it's got a lot of um, a bit of everything. It's got international shops and all sorts of stuff and takeaways and some re- a really good um, Indian restaurant. Like won loads of awards and stuff. It's all sorts of things down there very very eclectic street very cool but yeah number 19 is is quite famous in the area um so number 19 it 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 changes hands quite regularly um and you can never really know what to expect the shop to be every couple of years um but yes it is said to be haunted by a ghost or more more of a poltergeist i suppose that um, just throws shit around the place. Um, So it used to be, originally, um, it was a pet store. Was it a pet store first, or was it the Oxfam first? Well, at one point it was a pet store, uh, and then at one point it was an Oxfam, um, from what I remember. Um, And when it was the Oxfam, the... the, um, the staff of the Oxfam kind of got a little bit naffed off with with this spirit or poltergeist or whatever it was that was throwing would just randomly throw stuff around. Um, like they couldn't leave their cups out um, on the side because the poltergeist would throw the cups around and smash them. So you'd have to leave them in the sink, so it wouldn't be able to throw things around. Um, and so they just kind of got a little bit annoyed, and they didn't really know who the the, the poltergeist was or the spirit was or what what it was up to. And so they decided to hold a seance um, with a Ouija board. And well, we all know, if, you, if you're sensible, you know how a Ouija board works. And the psychosomatic um, kinetic things and you just kind of, you, you kind of actually fill out the answers on those and things. Um, so yeah, they, they, they determined that the ghost was called Sarah. And that it was wanted revenge on the one who had killed her. Now, there is no record, historical record, of anyone called Sarah living or staying in this building, in in number 19, Magdalene Street. Again, a lot of this information did come from uh, NorwichGhostTours.co.uk, but I've also looked up other stuff and kind of corroborated their ideas and what we were told on that tour. So, yeah, um, Sarah, nobody knows anybody called Sarah who has lived there. There's no historical records of her. But um, 
it is thought that she could possibly be if the if Sarah is is a real entity is the real ghost is the real poltergeist I personally don't believe that because uh, Ouija boards are renowned to talk crap um, we will actually I'll do a lesson I'll do a lesson this is not school I'll do um I'll do an episode one 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 day on Ouija boards and my thoughts and opinions on those and where they actually come from because the idea of a, of a divination board is is ancient the Ouija board concept is new because it was Hasbro but divination boards are very very old so we'll do an episode on those one day um, but yeah so if if this Sarah is is the real spirit and does want revenge on somebody the number 19 was at one point in its past a pub um, an inn and it was quite downstairs was seen as quite a respectable inn but upstairs it was well the landlord and landlady needed a bit of extra cash and so they um hired out their rooms for uh reasons for people to have a little bit of fun it was basically an illegal brothel upstairs um, and there were no records ever kept of people who would stay there and or what they would do there but it was well known that the upstairs was a brothel and so sarah could have been um a lady he was taken up there by somebody and and abused and killed and maybe the ghost that is there is is um either a a poor girl who was taken up there unwillingly or was a prostitute who was taken up there and and murdered so it could well be that um but as i say the only evidence we have of a name is from this uh, seance done by a load of people in the back up back of a of an oxfam shop because they got annoyed about cups flying across the room and stuff. Currently now, number 19 is uh, one of the antique stores, second-hand antique stores. Um, it's, uh, it's got a lot of second-hand Warhammer in it. Um, but also, uh, in the in the window, on the top shelf of a window, it has some dolls, some kids' dolls, and they are creepy as fuck. And after I, <laughs> after I heard this story about number 19 and that realising, oh my god, it's the one with the dolls in the window, every time I walked past it, I'm like, are those dolls moving? Are their eyes following me? Are, is it fucking creepy? It makes them even creepier. Dolls are creepy at the best of times, but when you realise that the place that these dolls are sat is a haunted fucking house, well, even creepier. Ugh. So yeah. So there's a few of the, uh, the ghost stories uh, in and around Norwich and Norfolk. Uh, and and a random tree story because I went out and visited it and it's a really cool place. <laughs> there's the Devil's Dyke as well and there's all sorts of stuff and there's there's the there's a peddler um, there's a violinist who's stuck under a hill and somewhere near Fakenham and stuff. And there's all sorts of other things. Um, but yeah, this is this is just kind of me just kind of splurging stuff off the top of my head that I can remember. Um, as I say, I've not really had time to plan anything, so it's just a bit random. <laughs> a uh, bit of fun is there anything else that i can remember or can i quickly find that would be fun to talk about so i've just got a list of loads of names here that kind of propped into my head oh the adam and eve pub so the adam and eve pub um kind of one of the oldest pubs in norwich is not the oldest um the maid's head hotel has the oldest bar in norwich oh that also has a ghost in it as well i think that one one of the pubs, I can't remember which one it is. One of the pubs has a man who sits in the corner and smokes a pipe. Um, which always confuses people because in England you're not allowed to smoke indoors anymore in pubs and stuff. So um, every time someone sees you, it's like, Oi, you're not allowed to smoke in here. 
and well, yeah, obviously, so it gets seen. Um, but yeah, so the Adam and Eve pub, um, really quaint little pub on the river, really, really cute. Um, it has the um, ghost of Lord Sheffield. He got caught up in Ket's Rebellion uh, and was stabbed <laughs> to death um, and uh, dragged to the, the site where he died um, at the Adam and Eve pub. Um, yeah, so he, he inhabits the, the, the Adam and Eve pub. And he's quite friendly, he just sits there and uh, just kind of has his pint in the corner and uh, just kind of, yeah, he's just Lord Sheffield who just sits there and has a pint. So there's nothing kind of bad about him. Um, the Madam Market Theatre is haunted by a load of monks, apparently, because it's built on the old site of a monastery. Um, bit of a weird place, the Madam Market Theatre. Obviously, you've got Elm Hill. We could do an entire episode on Elm Hill in Norwich. Um, there is Castle... Is it Castle Rising or Castle Acre? Castle Rising or Castle Acre has a crazy dead queen running around it. Um, I can't remember which one it is. They're kind of next to each other. Uh, Castle Rising and Castle... The two castles. <laughs> Castle Acre, there you go, that's the one. Um, so there's that. Um, I'm guessing um, Grimes Graves probably has a few ghosts. Not off, Nothing that I can remember off the top of my head. Um, the UEA has some ghosts, um, which is a bit weird because it's quite a modern university, which I always find quite bizarre. Um, these are all kind of, as I say, there's loads of them. I could just go on for hours if I could remember any of them, but I'm just kind of rambling now for, for no reason. Um, so yeah, um, what I shall do there is, oh, this, ah, oh, sorry, I've just seen another thing or just remembered another thing i should say the railway station this this is weird this is this this like norfolk is a weird place anyway um it's kind of like just norfolk people are weird um there's all, all obviously always the all the jokes about the inbreeding stuff in there but um norfolk North, uh, norwich railway station um it's, it's an old victorian railway station it's quite nice uh, it's not very large uh, it's got like five platforms or something, but serves quite a lot in the country. Um, so yeah, uh, there is there is a ghost uh, or something in in the railway station, um, and it is it is random as hell. This ghost, random as fuck. Um, it's haunted by the ghost of a very large rat-like creature uh, that is said to have foul-smelling breath and really large pointy teeth. That will bite you, um, much like a rat. Um, so yeah, bit weird that one. Um, it's probably just a really large rat. Um, it is kind of near the football ground, I suppose. It is definitely near the place where all the drunks go out and get drunk. And so there's probably a lot of vomit that they can feed on. Uh, but well. Who knows? Anyway, so yeah, um, that'll be the end of this this week's episode or this this episode that brings me back from the depths of Norfolk and its weirdness. And we'll do we'll do a couple of episodes this month, and we'll do some spoopy stuff during this just during October because it is October and it is Halloween month and it is spoopy month. I'm not going to do an episode on Halloween um, and Samhain because they're dime a dozen. What I am going to do is I think next episode I'm going to look at another festival from around the world. 
the festival of Obon in Japan. Uh, it's not. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's actually a summer festival, so it's not a, a, a Halloween or autumn festival, but there are connections to to Halloween, and I'll tell you about those uh, next time. So. I think I'll do Obon Festival and then tell maybe a Japanese ghost story along with it. So, I hope you enjoyed... Well, it's been a bit of an odd episode, this one. It's just me rambling and just talking. Just to kind of get me back into the mood of doing these things. It's taken me a while to kind of mentally be in the right place to do this again. So, I hope you did just kind of enjoy this, even if it was a bit strange and a bit odd. And not usually as comedic and stupid um i've not been drinking during this one as i usually do during most of my other episodes um i am still recovering from the marathon everything still hurts and i've got a massive stonking headache so um yeah but yeah it, it's always fun to talk about spoops and always fun to look at ghosts and weirdness so i hope you did enjoy it um do check out uh, my youtube where we do the uh the streams the stream games and you can follow me on twitch as well where we do the stream games so we've got um james from the lawmen podcast we've got mark from the folklore podcast so we've got some folklorists in there if you can go watch the vessing game you can see icy sedgwick as well the fabulous icy sedgwick and her amazing hat um there um, as I say, we will be playing Alien on Sunday the 10th, the second part. Uh, Fiona will be joining us for that one. We're going to go back into the cyberpunk dystopian vampire game at some point. Um, some point soon, I hope. So that should be fun. And I think that's it. So yeah, uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm at the Drunken Store one on Twitter. I've got Facebook um, as well. I don't really use Facebook though. Um, I'm on Instagram as Dr. D-R underscore Hegeldaz, and Hegeldaz is H-A-E-G-L-D-A-G-Z, where you can see uh, some of the pictures of, of the witch's leg and other weird spooky stuff, and me just being stupidly gothy and cybery and metally and things, and just doing random crap. So, um, I hope you enjoyed it, uh, all my random wafflings, and I shall say goodbye, and I'll see you in the next one, my friends.